Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. If you follow the news, you've probably seen that the price of gold has been setting new all-time highs recently. There are several reasons why that is happening, including the rising cost of living, our national debt passing $34 trillion and continuing to skyrocket, and the upcoming elections in November which add to the economic uncertainty. It's why so many Americans, including myself, are turning to Birch Gold Group. Text OTR to 989898 to get a free info kit on diversifying your IRA or 401k into gold. With an A-plus rating with the BBB, you can count on Birch Gold. Just text OTR to 989898 to claim your free info kit now. Temperature right now at the airport, 34 degrees. In Boulder, 33. And at the KOA weather station in downtown Denver, 32 degrees. This has been the Night Report for Tuesday night, October 28th. This is Dick McDaniel saying goodnight for the Night Report news team. Stay tuned for the CBS Radio Mystery Theater. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... I'm E.G. Marshall. Courage is to feel the daily daggers of relentless steel and keep on living. Yes. For some people, the battle of life must be fought every hour of every day. No rest, no reprieve, no leave of absence. And it's a conflict where one single loss can cancel out a thousand victories. You must leave, sir. An American millionaire... You're too tempting a target for revolutionists and bandits. What about the local police? The police? Many of the local police moonlight as bandits and revolutionaries. Or maybe it's the other way around. You'd better fly back to the States. When? This afternoon. But that's too early. I'm afraid, sir. It may even be too late. mystery drama, Silent Partners, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Marion Seldes. I'll be back shortly with Act One. A little rule, a little sway, a sunbeam in a winter's day is all the proud and mighty have between the cradle and the grave. Yes, that's the journey all of us must take from the cradle to the grave, even the proud and the mighty, from the same beginning to the same ending. Like the rest of us, all they get is a sunbeam. And if you look closely, it's no more golden than anyone else's. Has New York called yet? I don't know, Mr. Burley. What do you mean you don't know? The phone service seems to be out. Then get me the local, whoever it is, that's in charge of these things. I've already tried to reach him, sir, but it's only nine o'clock. Only nine o'clock? None of these people show up till noon. Yes, and then they go off on a siesta for the rest of the day. Come in. Oh, look who's here. 
Good morning, Mr. Burley. It's a miserable morning, and you know it, Mr. Goodlow. Now, what brings the American ambassador to my hotel? That is, if this hovel can be so described. Sir, I am not the ambassador, and you know it. I'm merely the consul here. Well, you carry the flag. Mr. Burley, may I speak to you in private? <sighs> Miss Tracy, why don't you go out and have yourself a cup of coffee somewhere? Yes, sir. I uh, didn't wish to alarm your secretary, Mr. Burley. I'm afraid your identity has been discovered. It is now known that you are the Sylvester Burley. How was it discovered? I don't know. I can't believe it. It's true. But nobody knows me down here. Not too many people know me anywhere. I am not the kind of man who seeks publicity. I try to keep my picture out of the paper. Nevertheless... Not more than three people even know I came down here. Mr. Burley... It's just a I... quiet trip to look around, to study the place. I understand. However, it would be... I really... brought only my secretary. Now, you notice she is plain, ordinary-looking, quiet. She doesn't attract attention either. The fact is, it's all over town. And so I shouldn't be surprised if an attempt will be made to kill you. To kill me? Or kidnap you, either one. What do you mean, either one? It would all depend on which group gets to you first. The bandits or the revolutionaries. Although, personally, I believe they're the same, but wear different hats as it suits their purpose. Why can't I get some protection from the local police? Because many of the local police moonlight as bandits or revolutionaries. What? Or it could be the other way around. Then what am I supposed to do? I suggest you leave for home. Nobody pushes me around. I'm going to get in touch with your superiors in Washington. I have already heard from Washington on the subject. They would like you to go home in order to save us all potential embarrassment. When? This afternoon. No, that's too soon. Actually, sir, it may be too late. Are you packed, Miss Tracy? Yes, sir. The luggage is already left for the airport. Oh, that must be the taxi cab. Just a minute. I haven't been ordered to leave, have I? No, sir. I mean, it was just a suggestion. Yes, sir. I don't have to take it. Well, that's right, except... You... Yes, Miss Tracy, you were about to say... I don't wish to presume, Mr. Burley, but... Now that they know who you are, you couldn't accomplish anything here anyhow. I don't like the idea of being kicked out. On the other hand, I've been kicked out of better places than this one. So let's go. Buenos dias, senor. Senora, step inside my taxi, if it pleases you. Uh, how long should it take to get to the airport? How long? Yes. How long? Quien sabe. What do you mean, quien sabe? Can I read the future? Oh, everybody's a philosopher. Can we get started? Si, senor. As I recall, it's not too far. There's a good paved road. Si, but the road, she's uh, constructed all over the swamp. And uh, sometimes uh, the water, she uh, comes up. And then uh, one must wait for the boat. 
Well, is that what just happened? Is the road washed out? Oh, no, senor. I, 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 I do not think so. Well, then why are we taking a detour? Uh, detour? Yes, a detour. Don't you understand? Uh, no, senor. Uno recalto. Eh? Uno recalto. This is not the way to the airport. That is right. Then stop this cab at once. For what purpose? We intend to get out. I am afraid, senor, that they would not permit such an event. They? Should the senor turn around, he will see a car to the rear of us. Inside are gentlemen with machine guns. And now, a similar vehicle is in front of us. I see my friend, Yerucha. What do you propose to do with us? As I stated before, senor, can I read the future? Where are we? I don't know, Mr. Burley. I know you don't know. We're somewhere in the jungle. I know we're in the jungle. I can look out this filthy window and see we're in the jungle. What are they going to do with us? Hold us for ransom, I suppose. Can you work your hands loose? No, I don't think so. Neither can I. How long are they going to keep us tied up like this? I don't know. Please, Miss Tracy, don't say that again. When is that desperado coming back? I don't know. Miss Tracy, you're fired. Yes, sir. No, no, you're not. It's just that everything's so disorganized at this point. You understand? Yes, sir. The one thing I cannot tolerate is disorganization. Disorganization is at the root of every failure in the history of the world. Yes, sir. Empires topple, corporations crumble. And do you know why? No, sir. What have we just been talking about? Disorganization. Yes, sir. Now, what do you think, Miss Tracy? What do I think about what, Mr. Burley? About what? About this. Or does something like this happen to you on a regular basis? I mean, getting kidnapped by bandits and revolutionists is just ordinary, everyday routine, old stuff to you. No, sir. At any given moment, those men could walk in here and cut us down with machine gun fire. What do you think of that? I would rather not think about it. Mm -hmm. What are you thinking about? I know you're disappointed in me. You really feel you're entitled to someone better. Well, it isn't my fault. Miss Tracy, let's drop the whole thing. The fact is, if you wanted to spend your last hours on Earth with someone charming, witty, exciting, you obviously have chosen the wrong person, but it, it isn't your fault. I'm having trouble following you, Miss Tracy. Well, you didn't know at the time you'd be hiring someone you'd have to die with. All you thought was you were just hiring his secretary. Well, that's true, isn't it? All right, Miss Tracy. When you hire a secretary, she has to be plain and ordinary looking and quiet. A person who doesn't attract attention. And do you know why she doesn't attract attention? Because she's dull. And she doesn't have anything to say. Why don't we talk about something else? Like what? We never converse with each other, Mr. Burley. That's ridiculous. We talk to each other all day. I said converse. We talk about sales and administration and acquisitions and meetings. And I see to it that your thoughts on all those subjects are rooted to the proper people in the proper places. When did we ever have a conversation? fact is, you never wanted conversation from me. Would you have been interested in how I felt about... about... About what? 
Life? Life? I've been your secretary for seven years. I replaced Martha Wallace. A woman very much like me. And I'm sure she replaced a woman very much like herself. And I'll be replaced by another carbon copy. Do you know my favorite color? Why should I know your favorite color? My favorite dessert? My favorite book? Movie? Play? You don't know anything about me. You don't even know where I live. Your address is on file in the event I should ever need it. Do you know about all the things that... that frighten me? Do you know the things that make me... happy to be alive sometimes? Now, Miss Tracy, despite all this, you are an excellent secretary. Oh, yes, but I'm not your idea of a person you'd want to spend your last day on Earth with. Well, just let me say this. You're not my idea of the person I'd want to die with either. Oh, I'm sorry I said that. Miss Tracy, look. Look through the window. It's them. They, they're in a car. Yes, that cab driver is coming this way and he's carrying a bag. Wait, wait, the car is going away. He's coming in here alone. Yes. Now listen, listen closely. There must be food in that bag. He's coming here to feed us. Or, or to kill us? No, no, not yet. He's going to have to untie us so that we can eat. Now we must find an opportunity to overpower him somehow. But he's gun in that holster. We'll just have to take that chance. Now, don't say another word. Ah, mis amigos. My friends. You have been comfortable here, no? No. Definitely no. Ah, now we shall eat and we shall drink. Perhaps we shall even be merry. See? I have brought the food and the wine. At first, I shall cut the bindings, no? Yes. Ah, but before we commence... Be advised by me, your friend. You are our friend? The others wanted to kill you. Why? Because they are foolish young people. They wish to make a statement. And you? I? I, Carlos Ortega Maria de Onesis Alajain. I'm a man of the world. As you are, Senor Burley. Uh, yes, I see. We are men of the world. And we speak the same language. And what language is that? Money. Does it matter if men say dollars, francs, pesetas, pounds, marks? Aren't we all saying the same thing? And what are we going to say to each other in this language, Senor Zalakayin? Pleasant things to make all happy. Oh, would you mind cutting these ropes, please? One thing first, senor. Escape. It might occur to you that you are two and I am one. Even if I do wear a pistol. But all foolish ideas should be abandoned because of the jungle. Look outside and listen. Much of it is bird and monkey. Harmless creatures. But if you listen closely, a jaguar... And perhaps a puma also. What you cannot hear until it is too late. The python, the anaconda. That is what awaits you. And now I shall cut these ropes. And we shall have a party. Some party. The host has you in a frying pan and reminds you that if you don't like the heat, the fire is even worse. Yes, 
Life has always been a consideration of alternatives. And so many times it boils down to making a choice between bad and worse. And that's what we're headed for when I shall return with Act Two. is man's essential nature? The question has puzzled a philosopher for centuries, and in our day the psychiatrist cannot answer it either. Is it because our essential nature has become so bent, so warped, so altered by the customs of civilization? What happens to people when all the laws they live by are suddenly stripped away? You mean there are wild beasts out there. Why, of course, Senora. Try a bit more of this wine. Oh, oh, uh, no, I, I really shouldn't. Oh, calm. It places the sparkle in the eyes. Oh, all right. Uh, where does the jungle go? Quien sabe? This is just the edge. Inside for hundreds, uh, thousands maybe, of miles. And savages, headhunters, cannibals, no one goes into the jungle. Where does it all come out? Somewhere it all comes out on the ocean. Ah, but why do we speak of the jungle? Which of us would be foolish enough to go out there? Let us speak of the international language of the world. Money, eh, senor? What sort of ransom were you thinking of? Something that will keep my young people happy. Senor, why have you come to this country? You know why? See, si. To discover the riches below the ground, in the waters, the trees, the mountains, no? Yes. And to buy them. Yes. They are not for sale. I am willing to pay a fair price. Fair? Who decides fair? Do you suppose I could have a, a, another drink of that? Ah, with pleasure. Thank you very much. You ask me, senor. Who decides what is fair in this country? Yes. Perhaps good friends of mine. One day, soon. I see. We will not sell the wealth of this country to foreigners. No? Never. That would be a betrayal of the people. However... Ah, however... Those of us who will be in command may need associates. Uh, how do you say... Socios commanditarios. Silent partners? Si. Silent partners. I didn't know you spoke Spanish, Miss Tracy. Yeah, I have hidden depths. Uh, your glass is empty, senor. <laughs> that isn't my fault. Allow me. Silent partners? Yes. And how would the silent partners operate? First, they would provide money to help the cause. Uh-huh. The cause. And then... They will have to receive much money and see that it is given a foreign, um, uh, a senora, concedidia asilo. Hmm? Oh, haven. Ah, gracias. A foreign haven. Do you follow this, senor Burley? Perfectly. Then we understand what is to be done. Oh, completely. Shall we drink to the new silent partners? Happily. Oh, wait, let me pour. Of course. For you, Mr. Burley. And now, if you'll hold up your glass, Senor Zalakayel. Oh! 
Oh, please, I'm so, so sorry. It's not. Oh, my God, I spilled it all over you. It is nothing. Oh, no, wait here, just let me hear. Just... Oh, Tracy, why did you hit him? Get his gun. His gun, move. You tried to kill me. Help me, Mr. Burley. I will shoot you both. Don't let him get that gun out of the holster. Wait, we can uh, settle this. I will kill you. No, 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 we can I settle will this, I tell you. Hold his arm. Don't let him, don't let him shoot. Oh. Is he? Yes. Is he? Yes, he's dead. What did you do? I did what you told me to. What did I tell you? You said we'd have to find an opportunity to overpower him somehow. I said he has a gun in that holster, and you said we'll have to take the chance, and I tried to say something, and you said we'd have to I think I'm going to be sick. I was only following your orders, Mr. Burley. I pretended to be drunk. I was just waiting for a chance, and when it came, I took it. You were waiting for a chance? Yes, sir. Couldn't you see? Couldn't you sense that the situation had changed? I thought it was just a conversation. I was under the impression that you were trying to lead him on. Didn't you hear us make a deal? Mr. Burley, I was very busy waiting for the opportunity. I was very frightened, too. That's what I came to this country for. To find someone I could make a deal with, and you had to kill him. I didn't kill him, sir. We were all struggling for that gun, and it just went off. What are we going to do now? Now? Yes. How do we explain this to his friends? Well, we... We'll just say that there was an accident. Oh, sure. But it's the truth. They'll kill us. And we have to get out of here. Yes, and go where? Oh, we could try to find our way back to the city. We'd get lost in the jungle. We can't stay here. Why did you have to... Mr. Burley, you've never done a thing like this before. You're always a fair man, sometimes nasty, but fair. You've never blamed people for obeying your orders. Oh, shut up, Miss Tracy. Please don't talk to me like that. This has been very difficult for me. Man has just been killed. And it's going to get worse. Oh, how can it get worse? Do you hear that? What? The sound of a motor. Somebody's coming. We have to get away. We can't go out there. We can't stay here either. We have to go. Why did you have to attack him? Do you want to pick up that pistol from the floor? I'd do it, but I don't know how to use it. Listen to that. It's a storm suddenly. A storm. But that's good. It'll help us get away. They won't see us. Just a minute. And when they discover what's happened to him, they won't be able to find us. I am not going out into that jungle. I'm not going to stay here and let those people kill me. Which way? I don't know. I think west is over that way. Great. West is over that way. So east is over this way, north is over there, and south is over here. So what? Does it make any difference? Who knows which is the right direction? Well, let's just pick one and stick with it. Let's just sit down for a minute. I'm hungry. But that's why we better keep going. While we still have our strength. Oh, sure. And besides, we better keep walking while it's daylight because... Night. Yes, because at night. The past two days and nights it's been storming. The animals weren't interested in you or me, but tonight it's clear the animals all come out to hunt. Well, don't they? I think so. So how can we hope to survive? Uh, we'll climb a tree. Yes, uh, and so can a boa constrictor. You don't have to be so negative. I don't like your attitude, Miss Tracy. <laughs> then you can fire me. 
wish we could find something to eat. Well, they're fruits and nuts. Berries, look. How do we know they're not poisonous? Let's, let's watch and see which ones the birds are eating. Say, that's very astute. Where, where did you learn such a thing? I used to be a campfire girl. Oh, then you know all about the woods uh, and the outdoors. Used to know how to build a fire without matches. You rub dry sticks together. Where could we find dry sticks around here? Are you watching the birds? What are they eating? They don't seem to be eating anything. Maybe they're just not hungry now. Well, maybe everything around here is poison. Can't be. The birds have to live on something. Is it possible that the birds could eat berries that would be poisonous to people? I don't know. Maybe we could kill something with that pistol. Kill what? Something we could eat. Well, then we'd have to, to, to skin it and clean it and cook it. You know how? Oh, we should be able to solve those problems. Miss Tracy, what are you talking about? Well, our ancestors did. They didn't even know as much as we do. If they could survive in an environment like this, why can't we? Because we are... Oh, what's the use? We just can't give up. I'm very tired. And I don't have my pills. I'm sorry. I packed them with your luggage. That's all out at the airport. What am I going to do without my pills? Well, you'll just have to do the best you can. My blood pressure's going up, Miss Tracy. I know it. I'm sorry. I don't even want to think about my hypertension. Well, that's good, sir, because you shouldn't. You should try to avoid all sorts of stress. Miss Tracy, are you insane? Possibly for the first time in my entire life, I really have something to be stressful about. I'm sorry. Well, you should be. Now, all this is your fault. Well, I'm sorry, too, Miss Tracy. I... I know I must be a ludicrous figure right now, but I can't help it. This is not my milieu. Do you understand? Yes. I mean, I know what to do with engineers and designers and bankers and government officials. I'm completely in charge. You know that. You've seen it. Yes, sir. I mean, we live in a highly specialized social order. And I simply happen to be outside my specialty just now. I would agree, sir. Somewhere out here, an illiterate Stone Age savage thrives in this place. But put him in a board of directors meeting. Could that be one of those jaguars? I don't know. I don't think so. Why not? Because I think I read somewhere that they don't make any noise. What is it, then? You have the pistol. Shoot at it. How can I shoot at it? I can't even see it. You can see it. It could be too late. Shoot at the sound. Maybe you'll scare it away. You hit it. What was it? I don't know. Do you want to go and see? No. Maybe you scared it away. You hear that? It sounds like thunder. I wouldn't say that's thunder. No. Neither would I. Zalakain, he said there were savages. Headhunters, cannibals. But this is the 20th century. Not out here. It stopped. Whoever it was, maybe they went away. Miss Tracy, look. Oh, God. Who? Who are they? Savages. What are those long, hollow tubes? I think dart guns. And they're aiming them at us. <gasps> Don't shoot. Listen. 
friends. That's what we are. Friends. Hopefully these newcomers on our scene understand what the word friend means. Even so, there are those people who are not out to make friends under any circumstances. You must admit, we're being consistent in our story. Just when it appears that matters simply can't get worse, they do. See you at the third act shortly. The boy next door is a doctor and he's single. My daughter, what a girl, she's single too. I'll invite him for some donuts and my coffee. Maxwell House, I'm leaving it up to you. Maxwell House is... Good moment. Maxwell House is... Good coffee. Good to the last drop. Maxwell House. Get together with the great taste of Maxwell House coffee. Coffee you can count on. Good to the last drop. Maxwell House. One picture, they say, is worth a thousand words. So, let us save the words and give you the picture. Somewhere in a vast expanse of wild, unexplored jungle, we have our friends, Mr. Burley and Miss Tracy. They suddenly find themselves surrounded by a group of wild-looking, primitive people who are aiming dart guns and bows at them. Now, you are up to date. Don't shoot! We are friends! We... We want to be friends. What are they going to do? We just can't stand here. Someone's coming. He's bigger than everybody else. He must be the chief. You. He speaks English. Only one word so far. Come. Where are you taking us? Come. I think you irritated him. Sir, I... Merely wish to inquire. Come. What are they going to do with us? It hasn't been too bad so far. They gave us something to eat. You must admit it was good. Yes, it was also fattening. Oh. You remember what Zalakayin said about cannibals? I don't think they're cannibals. No, why not? I think I remember reading that people only become cannibals when other food is scarce. There seems to be plenty of game, all kinds of fruits. Well, that makes all kinds of sense, too. Thank you, Miss Tracy. For what? For making me feel better. But while they may not be cannibals, they could very well be headhunters. Those drums. Just listen to those drums. I rather like them. You do? Yes. They remind me of... of discos. Do you go to discos, Miss Tracy? No. Why not, since you like the music? Oh, I don't know anyone who'd take me. How did you ever get to be my secretary? You hired me. No, what I mean is, how did you ever get into a situation where you would become a secretary to a Sylvester Burley? How did you ever become a Sylvester Burley? Oh, that's a long story. Mm-hmm. Mine's pretty short. I'd like to hear it. Oh, you've heard it before. Mama and Papa work hard to send the kids to college, and they all become doctors and lawyers. And the youngest one comes along, and Mama and Papa now too old, so she has to go to work 
puts in overtime for doctor's bills. No time for dates. Oh, so she gets used to doing without. She gets to be 30. And 35 and soon 40. You? Oh, uh, yes, sir. You, uh, you better stand up, Miss Tracy. You have come here. That, that's true. Yes, sir. We, we did come here. Why you come? Actually, uh, we, we're, we're lost. Lost? Do you know what lost means? Yes. Lost. Where did you learn to speak English? From missionary. Missionary? Is he around? Could we see him? Talk to him? What happened to the missionary? Maybe we better not ask. You too. You have come. That is absolutely correct, sir. My name is Sylvester Burley, J. Sylvester Burley. And I am chairman of the board of Burley Industries. And this is my secretary, Miss Tracy, Miss Margaret Tracy. We are a conglomerate. And we're into just about everything. You, man. You, come. Where? Come. Mr. Burley, what happened? Nothing. They took me to a big open space and they all stood around me in a circle. And what happened? Nothing. They just stared at me. That's all? I don't understand. Then uh, the chief, he just pointed at the hut and told me to come back here. But what are they going to do with us? Listen. The drums, but they don't sound the same, do they? I don't like it. You! Oh! Oh! You startled me! You! Come! Now, 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 look here, chief. Come! You sit. Chief. Be Le still. Uh, yes, sir. Missionary. Say, love. Yes. Love. Absolutely, Chief. Love is what makes the world go round. Love. All people. That's true. I mean, you really have to love all people. All people. It's easy to love your own, after all. Other people, well, that can be difficult. But that's what love is all about, isn't it? Listen. There are people who really don't deserve to be loved, but... Once you start drawing the line... Listen. Listen to what? Thunder God. Oh, yes, sure. Of course, the Thunder God. He speak. Certainly. Thunder God never speak at this time before. No? Thunder God speak only in season. Season. Oh, you mean rainy season. Thunder season. Oh. Why he speak now? Why? Why he speak with thunder and his wife with water? Why? 
I don't know. I know. Thunder God. Angry. Oh, oh yes. Well, yes, it's possible. Missionaries say we must love. So we do not kill when we see you in jungle. Oh, of course, it would be the wrong thing to do. Definitely. But thunder God, angry. Why? Angry at you. At me? At you and husband. But he is not... Be still. Why else rain and thunder now? It could be... Still. So is wrong to love. Thunder God angry. We must kill. What did he say? The news isn't good. No, I had that feeling. We're going to be killed. When? Oh. Any time now. Well, I hope they wait till it stops raining. No. That's the idea of the thing. It's going to stop raining when they kill me. But suppose it doesn't. <laughs> we'll have won a moral victory. Uh-oh. Here he comes. You. Now listen, Chief. Let's let's make a deal here. I mean, what does it take to let us go? Whatever it is, I can swing it, Chief. I can make you rich. Rich. Chief, you can become a millionaire. Millionaire? He doesn't understand. I'm not going to be slaughtered here like some animal. I'm Sylvester Burley. Two weeks ago, I had a meeting with the President of the United States. No ignorant savage is going to push me around. Right to your congressman. Prepare. Prepare. For what? For Thunder God. For God and his wife, goddess of rain. Pray they will be pleased. Now, wait a minute, Chief. Chief, come back here. There, there has to be something. There's got to be a way out. Do you want to save your life? How? What's it worth to you? Well, you can name your price. You know that. I wonder. I wonder if it would really be worth it to you. What is it? On the other hand, would it be worth it to me? I wish you would tell me what you're talking about. Right now, I'm not sure I know what I'm talking about. You are a great help. Come to sacrifice to Thunder God. Look, there are all those men with bows and arrows aiming at us. Gods are angry because two strangers in jungle. But we didn't do anything. Be silent. That isn't true. We did. We sinned. What are you saying? Chief, it's true. The God of Thunder and his wife, the goddess of rain, are angry, and I know why. I know why better than you do, Chief. Do you know why I know? I'll tell you. It's because I'm the sinner. Chief, I hear the thunder god and his wife talking, and do you know what they're saying? Ask me, Chief. Speak. They are not angry because we walked in their jungle. No? No. They love to have people walk in their jungle. Love. Remember love. They send the missionary here to tell you about it. They are angry because we tried to fool them. 
The way we fooled you. You fooled me? Yes, of course. Don't you remember you said the gods were angry at me and my husband? Yes. You thought he was my husband. He is not my husband. We are not married. You not man and wife? No. And that is why the gods are displeased. Because a man and woman who are not married walk together in their jungle. Together? Together. Is abomination. We are guilty. You are the chief. You can purify us. Make us man and wife. And so you satisfy the gods. Now, just a minute, mistress. Is it worth it to you, Mr. Burley? You speak truth. Make us man and wife, chief, and you'll see. The thunder god will become silent and his wife shall stop the rain. What if it doesn't stop raining? What have you got to lose? Sound drum for marriage ceremony. Look. The clouds. They're disappearing. The sun. You can see the sun. You're fortunate you were discovered by some friendly natives, more or less civilized folk. Otherwise... It was good meeting you, Mr. Goodlaw. My wife and I will never forget this place. My goodness, I didn't know Miss Tracy was actually your wife. Neither did I. I uh, beg your pardon? Well, in a way, we'd been married a long time, except we didn't know it. Uh, Yes, well... Your plane's about to leave. Goodbye. Goodbye, Mr. Goodlove. Why did you tell him I was your wife? After all, it wasn't a legal marriage. Well, it was approved by the god of thunder and the goddess of rain. (laughs) But suppose it hadn't stopped raining. Doesn't matter. You'd have thought of something else. Mr. Burley. Do you realize this is the first time since I went to work for you... That you ever gave me a compliment? We can legalize this thing back home. I'm not so sure. You mean you don't want to marry me? You don't want to marry me? I'm Sylvester Burley. Chief operating officer of $500 million conglomerate. Last week I had lunch with the President of the United States. <laughs> Is that what I really sound like? <laughs> Miss Tracy, I need your help. Oh, that's better. Margaret... Please. I don't know what I'd ever do without you. Keep it up. You're doing fine. The title for today's little exercise in human behavior might very well be How to Marry Your Boss, although I would hardly recommend such an extreme and strenuous tactic to everybody. The fact is... There is a bond between all people who depend on each other. And we never know whether it'll become stronger or weaker under the stresses and strains of our lives. On this, 
More in just a moment. I've never fancied myself as much of a cook, but I can bake a wonderful homemade pie. And my secret is Pet Ritz frozen pie shells. I found them one day in my grocer's freezer, and I've been baking pies ever since. I just fill a pie shell with fruit and pop it in the oven. My friends can't figure out how I can be such an average cook and bake such wonderful pies. But Pet Ritz pie shells make it easy. All you do is fill and bake with Pet Ritz frozen pie shells. Wherever the big news is made this fall, Sports Illustrated will be there to capture it. We've been there for baseball surprises from Kansas City to Philadelphia. We'll be there for the college and pro football battles from Pasadena to Pittsburgh. We'll be there as the Islanders and the Lakers defend their crowns. And as Duran and Leonard square off in a super middleweight rematch, there'll be big news this fall. Sports Illustrated will be there each week to capture it for 16 million readers. That's what makes it a great place to advertise. Sports Illustrated, America's Sports News Weekly. choose to call our story silent partners. The Spanish term, as used by the unfortunate Senor Zalacain, socios comanditarios, carries another connotation as well. Bed partners, which implies a further sense of intimacy. I suppose what it really means is partners who share a secret. If so, each of us has many partners. If anyone, anywhere, at any time, commits a crime and we condone it or refuse to speak out against it, we truly become a silent partner. Isn't that why there is so much injustice in this imperfect world? Our cast included Marion Seldes, Mandel Kramer, and Gil Mack. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams.